Hello and welcome to episode number three of the podcast from artists for artists. Today's show is based on the three amazing artists, three amazing people who had an interview with Oprah on her new show, Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour. I was watching some of their interviews and I really got inspired because Oprah is asking honest questions, like honest straight to the face questions that these three artists just had to answer. And their answers gave me a lot of insight as to who I am as an artist, who I want to be, and that it's okay to not be where I want to be yet. So thank you so much for being here. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, let's get right to it. So the inspiration for this episode came through Oprah's show, 2020 Visionary Tours, where she interviews people who, in her opinion, are visionaries in their field, are people who are redefining what their fields are. Now, Oprah herself is already a really big inspiration to me. I just really like the way she talks. I like the messages that she sends out. You know, she's all about women empowerment. She's all about just generally empowering the human race. And the conversations that she has with people, I just find them very authentic and I can relate to them. So if you don't know her, then feel free to Google her and just find out a little bit about her. She's basically a TV host, but also an actress and philanthropist, and she does a lot of different things. But based on this TV show, she is the one moderating it, and she is really, really good at asking difficult and great questions. Questions that are just straight to the point, but most of all, they're really honest and relatable. When I tuned into her show, the first guest that I saw on there was Jennifer Lopez. Now, Jennifer Lopez has been one of my idols for a very, very long time, simply for the reason that I feel like she has the courage to really do what she wants to do. She's an actress, she's a singer, she has a perfume line, a clothing line, she has a whole charity, and she's a mother on the top of all that. And I just feel like she does it all well, and she does it with a good heart, and with honesty. At least that's the impression that I get. So when I saw her on the show, I was like, I have to watch this. And when I watched it, to be honest, that was the most adult and inspiring celebrity conversation I have ever watched. And that's why I want to share some of the things that they were talking about today with you, because I feel like they can really apply to us artists And even though, you know, Jennifer Lopez, she's 50, Oprah is older as well. And me, I'm in my 20s. And a lot of the artists and my friends that I know are also in their 20s or maybe early 30s. But looking at someone who's a little bit older than us and what they, how they've gone through life, how they see life now, just really helped me just from one day to the other to change my perspective a little bit on the way I spend every day and on how I talk to myself, as well as just mentoring my self-talk, which, you know, sometimes tends to be negative. So here are some of my highlights that I saw from their conversation. And my first point of inspiration is a quote from Oprah. And hold on to something because we're just gonna go real deep, real fast right now. So she said, a question that underlies 
everybody's insecurity is am I enough? Just let that sink in. I'll repeat. A question that underlies everybody's insecurity is am I enough? And that for me really struck home. I think that is something that we all go through as human beings. And as artists, I find that sometimes even more so because for us, it's not just am I enough, but is my art enough? Is what I am producing good enough? Is it Is it going to give enough money? Is it going to be liked enough? Is there going to be enough people that want to follow it and see it through? And to be honest, based on my experience, that question alone can drive someone insane. Like it's driven me insane before that I just stopped doing everything because I didn't know how to handle it. And it's, it's hard, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to go through. But when you know that that is the question that you have to really ask yourself, am I enough? And the answer is, of course you are, because every single person is enough. You come here being a human being and that gives you all the right to be you and to live and to, and to explore who you are. But I also do recognize that this is much easier said than done. And so what I thought was really interesting was one of the things that Jennifer Lopez talked about and replied to that whole topic. And she said something along the lines that as you get more mature and older, you obviously, you get more wisdom. But she says that She's only been able to accept herself and been able to let go of what everyone else thinks around now that she's 50, around this time. So it took her all this time to get there. And, you know, I liked what she was saying because she said, yeah, it doesn't just happen like that. People think it happens like that, but it's actually a process. But more than that, it's also a process that we have to initiate. It's a process that we have to go through. And she said that she was doing, you know, she was meditating. She said for her, praying helped, that she did a lot of self-work, just looking at who she was. And also just reminding herself again and again and again that she is enough. And you have to think about it. Jennifer Lopez and all of these celebrities, they're someone who have a lot of backlash. They're someone who have a lot of haters out there. A lot of people telling them, this is not good, that is not good. Oh God, look at her body. Oh God, look at her butt. You know, they're constantly judging. She's constantly being judged. And so I think we have it easier in a way because we don't have as many people judging us at least not as openly and as negatively. But when you look at someone who's in that celebrity status and she can truly say that she doesn't care about what people think and it's taken her a process to get there, then for me personally, I think that's pretty credible and it makes sense to me. And it also shows me that it is possible 
to get to a place where you can be happy with yourself and not care about what everyone else thinks. The second thing that she added in her conversation was that also as you mature and get older, gaining the experience and the wisdom, both the ups and downs, that she has become a better artist. She says that she became a better singer, a better performer, that she can now better connect to people. She says that she's even become a better actress because she's just lived for a certain amount of time and that you need that life to be able to apply it in your art. And of course, she also admits that there are talented actors or artists from the time that they're very young, but she does say that having that life, having that experience really helps mature the art and helps her personally become a better artist. I'm paraphrasing here based on what she said. And that is another thing that gave me strength when I was listening to that. Because I feel like young artists, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we have to be amazing. We have to create this great content. Oh my God, and it has to be perfect. And oh my God, look at this person. And they're so great at this. And they're so great at that. And I need to be better than that. You know, this whole internal competition this is not even stuff that we say out loud but it all it happens a lot internal as an internal conversation right but when she says something like yeah you also just need the life and experience to get a better to become a better artist it tells me hey i need to go through this process of creating art and being creative and learning as i go and with the knowing that my art will get better every single day that my dancing will become more mature, will become more creative and I will enjoy it more and the audience will also see it grow with me. And it helps me to just kind of lower that expectation that I have to be absolutely perfect right now. Of course, that doesn't mean that I should stop working hard. It doesn't mean that I can just lay low and do nothing. But it means that Even when I work hard and right now I may not see the reward, it gives me courage and hope that I will see the reward in the future even more so. And so I think it's okay to just take it one day at a time and to say, you know what, I'm in the process. I'm in the process of becoming the artist that I can be. Because we all have potential, we all have talent. The question is, how well can we deal with our inner demons, with our inner thoughts? And how well do we take inspiration from the outside? And how well do we respond to judgment from the outside? To finish off what Jennifer Lopez said during the interview, here are two quotes that she mentioned. She said, first of all, you have to work hard for things. Things aren't going to be given to you. And that's coming from a celebrity, you guys. The second thing that she said was in response to Oprah asking her how she felt about not getting nominated for an Oscar. And she said, I was kind of being let down, but you you go, oh my God, I don't need that. I'm actually here and I'm okay and I am enough. I don't need this award right here to tell me I'm enough. Wow. I think that's something that we can really implement ourselves more 
that we don't need someone to tell us that we're enough, that we don't need the achievement to tell us that we're enough, that that is really, really something that has to come from within. Because if we're always looking for that outside validation, we're giving the external circumstances control about how we feel about things. And not just that, but what our self-worth is. And I don't think we should be doing that. So let's take this advice from her that we don't need the award to tell us that we're enough. So in the second interview that I watched, Oprah was interviewing Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga's interview was a lot about her mental health. She was opening up about some chronic pain that she has. And she was being really just vulnerable and authentic about the struggles that she went through. If you've seen on Netflix, I've watched Lady Gaga's documentary as well, where she just really opens up about her life and about her struggles. And the more I watch, generally, the more I watch celebrity documentaries, I realize that it's not really the dream life that people make it out to be, that, you know, they're just as much human beings with feelings and 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 normal lives as we are. And I feel like sometimes we just put them on a pedestal a bit, but we also judge them a lot, you know? We judge them for everything they do. And we judge them in the public eye. So Lady Gaga was was being raw and honest about what she's been going through. And Oprah asked her an interesting question when they were talking about Lady Gaga's chronic pain. And she was opening up about taking medication that she, you know, takes some things for her mental health. And Oprah asked, well, does the medication affect your creative process at all? And Lady Gaga said, no, it really doesn't because she only takes a type of medication that will still allow her to do what she loves to do. But interestingly, she also said that for five years of her life, she was in so much pain that every time she went out on stage, she felt like she was going to die. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. That's literally what she said. And she did that for five years. And that just shows me as well how much artists are willing to put on the line to do what they love to do. That's what I understood from her conversation is that, you know, she was still doing all that. And she was doing that for herself, but also for the people who kept her going, her fans, her friends, and that she really wanted to make a positive change in life as well. And that reminded me on a lower scale of when I was injured and I wasn't supposed to dance but I did anyway and I made the injury worse and then it got better because I stopped for a while and then I started when I shouldn't have and then it got worse again and it came to a point where I was really just asking myself should I actually be doing this am I am I breaking my body or am I doing good for myself by dancing so much and by you know going through this with the whole injury and what I realized through that is you cannot take art away from an artist. You cannot take away what they love doing the most. And so nothing could stop me from dancing. And I know this may not be as extreme as what Lady Gaga went through, but that's just kind of the thing that it triggered in me and what I was reminded of, which, I, which is why I find it so inspiring to listen to these conversations. 
And then there's the next topic that is really interesting that I feel like especially the young generation has to hear more and more. Because uh, we've been told, you know, follow your dream, follow your heart, do what you are called to do. And I feel like more and more of us are doing so. But because we toss this statement around so lightly saying, you know, do what you love to do, which I absolutely agree with, but we toss it around so lightly and then it sounds like it's easy, you know? It sounds like, oh, I can easily do what I love to do because it takes no work. And that's where Lady Gaga gave really interesting advice and I'm just going to read what she said. So this is word for word. And she says, if you're at home and you're watching this right now, all I have to say is this is hard work. I've worked hard for a long time and it's not about just winning. It's about not giving up. And if you have a dream, fight for it. There's discipline for passion. And it's not about how many times you get rejected or you fall down or you've been beaten up. It's about how many times you stand up and you're brave and you keep going. There's a discipline for passion. And wow, that hits straight home. It's reminding me that if I really want this, if I really want to make dance my career and speaking my career, I have to actually do something for it. It's like, you know, working for this podcast as well. I didn't realize how much work it is to actually start a podcast and how many things there are to think about. And I feel like I'm slowly a little bit starting to get a hang of it. But still, I'm trying to figure out how it all works. And I'm generally the type of person that I really like to start things. I'm great at starting things. And then once you kind of have to keep the ball rolling, so you have to like really put in the work to keep it going, that's when sometimes my motivation goes down. But the ones who make it big, the ones who make their dream worthwhile are the ones who stick, stick it through and the ones who actually work to make their dream come true. Yes, the work is more enjoyable if you're doing something that you love, but also for doing the things you love, there are aspects to it that you might not enjoy so much, like, you know, preparing your tax papers or taking care about insurance, like things that we all have to do. Or maybe like some people might not like making a website, but you might have to do that so that people can actually find you. So it's all those things here and there that come together that in the end show that even though we're artists and even though we're following our heart, it still takes work. And that's why I find that art is not just a hobby. It's not just a thing that we do on the side. No, it can be a full-time job and it is a full-time commitment if we choose to make it our job. And I think it's time for the people to see that, that art is not just something to do for fun, you know? It's fun to do it, but it's still work. Just to clarify, I mean, it's work for those people who really want to make art their full-time job and make a living from it. And... The last point that Lady Gaga says is when Oprah asks her, well, have you learned to love yourself? Do you really love yourself? Which is kind of connecting to the point that Jennifer Lopez was making about I am enough, right? And this is Lady Gaga's response. She says, you know, some days are better than others. Some days I have a lot of self-love. Some days I have less. 
Some days I have lots of self-confidence and some days I have less. But I just had to radically accept that. That every day can be different and that's okay. It doesn't mean we're not moving forward. She then compares it to therapy where they say, you know, sometimes you have to take three steps forward and a step back, but you're still moving forward. And that's just beautiful. I couldn't have said that better. Like, it's exactly how I feel about myself as well. Some days are good. Sometimes some days are just not so good. And that's very natural. It's very human. And you can apply that to art as well. You know, some days you're very creative and creating amazing things. And then some days you're just like, brain, what on earth are you doing? Can you please activate? And sometimes it's on those days when you actually need to be creative because you have a project to complete or you have a choreography to finish to, uh, you know, for your students or something. So it's not always that easy, but it's a journey. And as Lady Gaga said, it doesn't mean we're not moving forward. And that wraps it up for what Lady Gaga said. Very interesting. In general, I can only suggest that you guys look it up, Oprah's 2020 Visionaries, and just watch some of these interviews. They're, they're just inspiring. And yeah. So the last person that I kind of look, looked into is called The Rock. I'm sure most of you know who he is. Now, The Rock's interesting because he is not, he wasn't always an artist based on what I kind of got through the interview. He actually started as a wrestler and got famous through that and then moved on to making movies and being an actor. Now, what I really liked about his interview is he basically tells Oprah about all the times that he's been knocked down, about all the times that, you know, life was hard and how he started the whole thing. And he said that when he was 14 years old, you know, he lived in a small apartment and they were paying $180 of rent a week, him and his mom. And then there was an eviction notice on the door. He got evicted from his apartment. And that was one of his stories. The next story is that he was he was at one of the wrestling championships and there were about 16,000 people and they were all cheering, like not cheering, they were all screaming his name, but they were actually saying Rocky sucks and they were, you know, shouting that all together, 16,000 people. And he was, he just explains about how that hit him and how difficult it was kind of to go through that. But at the same time, he then also said how those times when things weren't going well, it now really enables him to be grateful for what he does have. And it shows that just because all of these great artists and celebrities out there, they've had their things that they gone, that they went through in life. And I'm not saying that I'm aiming or that I'm saying we should all aim to reach that celebrity status and that's the only thing that will make it worthwhile to be an artist, not at all. But what I find interesting about studying celebrities and looking at their lives and their interviews is that they went through so much hardship and they went through so many challenges that we often overlook. Like, it's one of those uh, drawings that I once saw on Facebook when 
a person is on a huge stage and everyone's cheering that person on and saying, oh my God, you're so successful. How did you get here? And everyone's just talking about that person's success. But what they don't see is that behind the stage to actually get up on the stage are a lot of stairs, like a lot of them, right? The saying is there's no elevator to success which just shows that those stairs are the process that we have to go through. And this process, it requires multiple things. So what The Rock also said is that it's really important to him to just be himself when he's out there, to be himself when he's talking to people and when he's in an interview and not to lose who he is within the whole story of fame and everything which again connects to what Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez say. It's in the end, it's so much about working on ourselves as people, on ourselves to accept who we are, to give ourselves a pat on the back and to allow to grow from there. Now, one last thing that I got from The Rock's interview is that he talks about the gym. Now, he has a portable gym that he takes with him everywhere he goes. Now, I don't know how he does that. But the reason why he says it's because the gym is his anchor. It's the place where he is just there for himself. And it it allows him to actually go on and work for the rest of the day. That's what he says. And it allows him to like block out the noise and clear his head and think about what he needs to do or accomplish or just think about the things without all of the external noise and things that come in. And what he urges the people to do is to really find what is your anchor for you. And that's where I personally think it can connect to art. For me, per, for me, for example, my anchor would be to, I have two things. One of the things is just to relax literally and do nothing. And just, you know, lie down in the sun or at the beach if I can. But the other thing is to also like him get in the gym moving or even better than that, put on some music that really inspires me and just dance and move for myself without anyone else telling me what to do, without the need to choreograph something, but just to dance for myself. And I think this was what I was talking about in my previous episode um, of how you're coming to your personal essence. I think that A lot of what I'm currently going through has to do with finding my own essence, which is why I'm also talking about it and researching about it based on what all of these interviews. But what The Rock says is, you know, you got to find your anchor. You got to find your thing. Your It may be a place, it may be an activity, but your thing where you can really just clear your head and let your mind think and wander to the places it normally wouldn't go. And to allow yourself to give your give the time to yourself, to who you are, to figuring out what you really want, where you want to go, and who you are. And by giving yourself that time and that place as an anchor and doing it repeatedly. So it's not enough to just, if I say my anchor is the beach, but I go to the beach once a year or once every few years, that's not going to be very helpful, right? So I need to find an anchor that I can do on a daily basis or maybe on a weekly basis, something that I can continuously work on and really feel into my essence, coming back to that topic. Yeah, so very interesting. Oprah is just a very interesting person. 
and an amazing interviewer. So I'm kind of also looking at her as a role model that when I start having people on the show and I'm interviewing them, my intention is to cut through all the basic small talk stuff and go straight for the deep things. You know, I want to know what makes an artist tick. I want to know how do you get through blockages when you're in a creative process. I, I would really like to know how does your relationship with yourself and other people affect your art. Like all those kinds of things that are important and that no one's willing to ask otherwise. But exactly those kinds of interviews and understanding these kinds of topics are actually the things that are going to help us move along. Now, I know today was very deep. Today was very much about, you know, who am I and what do I want to do and how do I love myself and how do I accept myself, give myself a pat on the back. And this may not just apply to artists, I know, but I do think and I do believe that when we work on ourselves, that it changes our art. When we, go, when we work on ourselves, it changes our perspectives and it allows us to start creating from a place of truly who we are rather than from a place of having to make it look or sound a certain way, if you know what I mean. It's, I think it's a powerful process to go through. And the way to do it is what The Rock said, you know, it's uh, find your anchor, find the thing that you need to do. Or as what Jennifer Lopez said, she said she prays and she meditated. Lady Gaga, she, she talks about radical acceptance, accepting that the past is as it is, accepting her pain as it is. Her doctor actually told her like, you're going to have to pain for the rest of your life every day. And the only thing you can do to make it better is accept it radically right now. And she said that that radical acceptance really helped her along. So there's different ways and everyone has their own personal way. So I'm just asking you, what is your way? What is your way and how can you bring that process into your creative process and into your art and show yourself first and foremost who you are and then once you're ready show your audience who you are through your art and it doesn't have to be direct it can be abstract and that's the beauty of it because then there's a meaning behind it and then it touches the audience member and it will make the audience want to look within and want to do the same thing for themselves a little bit of repetition there from last week, from the last episode. But I think it's important. I, I really do. So to close off, here's an, a quote from Oprah. And she says, the most powerful thing you can ever do is be yourself. I'm really honored that you chose to listen to this today and give this podcast your time. And... I hope that you have a beautiful day. If you have any questions, if you have any ideas that you would like me to talk about, or if you have people that you would want me to interview, please do contact me, let me know. And with that, have a beautiful day.